Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Tweet us at Mark and Marsha or call us at 877-474-3302. Love to talk to you <laughs> or have your email. Did I do that right? I gave the right phone number, right? I think I did. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the reason I say that is because we don't have any phone calls. So I must can only assume from that that yeah. they number right, right? That the people don't want to call. Whatever. And thank God, thank you everybody for listening to us on the archives because we really, really appreciate it. We do that. We certainly do. Okay, so um, one of the things I like about you know, Maximum PC, which is one of the old school magazines that, you know, it's really kind of back to those of us who were techie, really techie, you know, build your own computer, you know, what was DOS and how did that thing work and going back to those days. But occasionally they come up with something that, that I think is uh, funny and, and worth, I mean, they come up with a lot of good stuff, but things that actually were kind of funny and they talked to they did an article about tablets and the beginning tablets going forward so according to uh maximum pc here's the uh, and there's a whole list of these so i'm not going to do them all because there's just too many but uh the first tablet according to them was the sumerian i guess it's cuneiform tablet uh, Sumerians built uniform, one of the, yes. uniform, you got it. Uh, yep. built one of the first urban societies more than 5,000 years ago. Uh, consistent with urban culture they had on their minds where money and money was, um, and how to use money on their mind. And they developed the glyph, uh, glyph, I guess it is? Glyph, glyph based, yes. Yeah. Writing system with a stylus on a g- clay tablet in order to document financial transactions. Right. Uh, uh, systems of characters and symbols. Constantly evolved and was used as late as the year 100 CE. Don't know when that is. Uh, long after the culture spoken language died out. So that, that's what is credited as the first tablet. Now, can you think of the most famous tablet in history? The Ten Commandments. That's correct. 1300 BCE was the Ten Commandments, where uh, Moses went up on the, the top of Mount Sinai and described the Ten Commandments on the stone tablets. And according to them, uh, upon descending from the mountains, he witnesses people destroying fa- false idols, dest- and he decided to destroy the tablets in a rage, thus voiding their warranty. So he was uh, he was unable to return the Ten Commandments and get new ones because he voided the warranty. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The next uh, one is the next one is kind of interesting because if you look at it, it maybe you can google this um it's called the greek wax tablet never heard of this before because i have mm-hmm. well uh, but uh i i tweeted this story out so oh, saw, yeah i read it already oh so you already saw this okay so it had prior to you seeing that had you ever heard of that before no i had not all I right, thought well, wax was a little foolish. <laughs> I mean, it, it's the funny I mean, thing about it. You set that baby out in the rain, and yeah, it's hard. It's hard to do that. Uh, but I can tell you that the Greek wax tablet looks almost like a tablet computer of current time. I mean, it's really kind of funny. You know what it looks like? It looks like a, a Nintendo 3DS, where you have the top and the bottom. Well, this tablet it was like a top and a bottom of the uh, the screen, and they had wooden tablets covered with a layer of wax. When you wrote on the way the layer of wax with the stylus, it made a pressure on you know as is ink in an parchment, and then you could just you know write over it so it would erase it, and you could use it over and over again, which I thought was pretty impressive actually. Uh, then if you go a little bit more into modern times, and we all played with these, I'm sure as kids, and they still play with them today, is the etch a sketch. 
Well, mm-hmm. you know, the Etch-a-Sketch, if you think about it, is exactly what a tablet looks like today. You know, you've while it's got the knobs and the things, and now we do things electronically, it's, you know, you're writing things onto a screen. And the Ohio Art Company designed this in 1960. Right. Uh, apparently, the, the French electrician in the late 1950s came up with a plan to use the joystick, the glass, and the aluminum powder, which was underneath the uh, the separation. And so Etch-A-Sketch, which still continues to be sold today, is kind of one of the predecessors. Now, here's one, Marsha, I know you like, because there were two of these were actually from Star Trek, uh, what they called the Star Trek Electronic Clipboard. I don't know that yeah. I remember that. Ohura apparently used it as she was sitting at her desk. Uh, it was kind of a crudely made prop, but it was a depiction of her being able to write on what was later called the pad, P-A-D-D. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, if you think about so many things that came out, we've talked about this on the air before, how many things that came out of Star Trek, which was, what, in 1960, was it two, maybe? Three? Oh, there are books written about it. There are just books written about it. I mean, Amazing. he was such a visionary. You think H.G. Wells was a visionary. Oh, yeah. It's really, Gene Roddenberry was. I mean, the communicator, which was the uh, original thing that you saw when, you know, you you flipped it up and that's how you talk. Well, they created the, uh, what was that first really thin cell phone that came out a number of years ago? The, uh, the Motorola, Motorola Track. Uh, uh, what was it? I think it was the Track. No, that's the not the phone. name. There was another name. Somebody tweet us and tell us what that really thin, the first I've really... Got, cool. I, wait, I, I've got one sitting right here, believe it or not. it's It's got my New York line on it. Okay. Because I have a 212 phone number. What was it and called? And it's the motor razor. Razor, thank you. That was it. The razor. Yeah. See there. there see it. Go. It had that nice clicky closing sound. Yep. That was <laughs> the one you, that you could flip up just like you did as the community. I know, and it made you feel like Jordy every time you used yeah, it. Yeah. How cool was that? Uh, okay. The next you got, and this this was getting a little bit more of the modern era. It, it was the Apple Graphic Tablet. It was made for the Apple II desktop. The Apple Graphic Tablet came with a wired stylus, ran about 650 bucks, uh, which was pretty expensive in those days, needless to say, uh, 30 years ago. Uh, but it did not sell well, and Apple discontinued it after the FCC discovered it caused radio interference which is mm-hmm. kind of interesting. Then fast forward to 1987 to 2005 was the Star Trek, what, what later, as we talked about, later became the PAD, or the P-A-D-D, which was the personal access display tablet, or display right. device. And, you know, the, uh, the Star Trek people would look on it, and they'd communicate back and forth, like, oh, I don't know, FaceTime, you know, that we do today, or any of those... Uh, cameras that we use on our cell phones or on our uh, laptops to communicate back and forth with each other. So that right. was it. And then, you know, let's kind of go forward to the Newton. Now, you know, Newton was so far ahead of its time, nobody really understood it. You know, I, I, did you ever play with a Newton from Apple? Yes, I did. Well, I mean, we played with it. We went to CES and saw them. Well, that was a long well, time ago. Well, it was Comdex, actually. I was going to say 1993. That was a long time ago. Uh, but that, you know, was considered a huge failure. It hung around for a while afterwards, and they discontinued it in 1998. But that was kind of the first handheld tablet that then became yours and my favorite for a long time. And do you know which one I'm talking about? The Palm. That's correct. I You're right on the, the money palm. today. Uh, but listen, wait a minute. I have to tell you, to add into your timeline, mm-hmm. in 1994, and if you Google this, you'll be able to find it, Knight Ritter Newspapers did a video on the future of newspapers, mm-hmm. and they showed a tablet. This was in 1994. Really? I worked for Knight Newspapers, and I remember when John Knight first started talking about how things were going to go digital, and that was in the early 80s. 
Wow. And then uh, later he became Knight yeah. Rider, right? He had that <laughs> yeah. cool car. Go back talk? to the tablets. No, you were doing okay. better with the tablets. Okay. So <laughs> then in 1996 was the first U.S. robotics POM, what they called POM Pilot. Uh, which they later dropped the pilot from that for some reason. I don't know why. And I, you know, for years I continued to call it Palm Pilot. And whenever I had them on the show, the publisher would go, it's not a pilot anymore. It's just a Palm. Yeah, but the Palm Pilot was really kind of the first revolutionary, well-designed, well-made, easy-to-use tablet handheld which later became a, a phone of course but it did all of those things for you you know your apps your um, address book to-do list a memo pad and that was 50 you know we forget about that because they really did do a great job uh going forward they didn't do such a great job they kind of fell behind the times and they're they're still around but not to the level of, you know i would say of, of some of the better the iphones or the androids that came out then if you go forward to 2001 you have the tablet pc which bill gates talked about and he was one of the first ones that said the tablets will replace pcs somewhere down the line so they came out with their tablet pc then later became the ultra mobile pc sold mm -hmm. for about a thousand bucks uh didn't you know it just didn't work well it had a umpc hardware didn't have the power to be able to use you know for the kind of things we wanted to use today um and then of course the coolest one most recently was the avatar tablet which is probably as close to what the ipad be you know ultimately became and if you saw the avatar movie it was a very thin computer that allowed them to communicate and do all the things that we pretty much do with a plexiglass screen. It was wireless, right. you know, and uh, and then we come to 2010, so we're getting forward, which was, of course, the Apple iPad. And the first really probably, I would say, revolutionary ta revolutionary tablet that everybody loved. Everybody who touched it went, oh, my God, this is amazing. And I have to say, I wasn't an Apple guy for any year prior to 2010, but when the iPad came on, it you know converted me over, and then we you know we went forward from there to the Samsung Galaxy tablet, which came out that same year, the Motorola Zoom, and so on and so forth, and then to the last, which is the Apple iPad 2. So that's kind of where we are in the progression. Um, now I will say that the original one, which we talked about, which was the Sumerian cuneiform tablet, uh -huh. <laughs> that used a lot less electricity and battery life. You know, you didn't. You, <laughs> I mean, I think with that, you only had to, like, plug it in every 30 days or and so. And you didn't have to dim the screen. You no, know, you so. did not. And you could look at it in the sun. You know, you couldn't watch movies in it. And, I, you know, how do you think they got email in those days? I mean, did, did they just, you know, cracked off a piece of the tablet and threw it to somebody? Yeah, well, was, you know, that was the chip, invention chip, 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 chip. <laughs> yeah, so that, so there you go. That is the history of the tablet. And uh, do you know where Apple got its name? Apple computer. Ooh, did we just lose Marsha? Uh-oh. Yeah, you lost me oh, for a second. Oh, there we are. Okay. Uh, yeah. Apple, Apple got its name because apparently Steve Jobs had what they call his vagabond years, where he went from Northern California into the state of Oregon. He went on a what they call fruitarian diet and looked at the apples and thought, wow, this is fun-spirited and not intimidating. And that's where the name of the original logo for Apple came from. Little history today, folks. Little okay, now we're going to talk tablets when we come back. And I have got the worst tablet ever. Ooh, I can't wait. Can I buy it still? Uh, yes, you can. All right, 877-474-3302. This is Marsha Collier, and I'm here with Mark Cohen on WS Radio, worldwide leader in Internet talk. 
You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It'll improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Attention eBay sellers. Are you protecting your feedback ratings? Protect yourself from bidders who abuse the feedback system with bitter warning. Find out before you accept an offer, respond to a message, or even after receiving a bid whether the bidder has a history of leaving negative feedbacks. Regain control over the selling process with bitter warning by knowing your bidder before it's too late. Negative feedbacks can hurt your eBay business on many levels. It reduces your appeal to potential customers, and it reduces revenue from eBay directly by lowering your your monthly seller discount. Use bitter warning to regain the power to protect yourself from these bad apples who will intentionally try to harm or threaten your business. Bitter warning will automatically send you an email alerting you to the potential danger. Learn more at bitterwarning.com. Get a free two-week trial by using promo code WSRadio at bitterwarning.com. Bitter warning, an eBay seller's first line of defense. I have some good news for a change. With the stressful times upon us, having a regular glass of wine has proved in many studies to reduce stress. Want some more stress-relieving tips? VinVillage.com is an exciting new social organization connecting wine lovers around the country with an exclusive local and online wine lifestyle experience. Vin Village members can meet others online and in person, attend wine dinners and tastings, participate in forums, blogs, and wikis, purchase limited and exclusive wines, even create your own wine. You heard me. Create your own wine. And best yet, membership is free. So reduce some of the stress and have some fun. Join now and connect with thousands of other like-minded wine lovers. To learn more, go to VinVillage.com. That's www.VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back. Um, so we're, we're talking still tablets. Uh, I did find the uh, fun, a funny thing called the e-pillow. Have you seen this? Um, afraid not. <laughs> okay. The e-pillow, you know how, and I do this, I usually take a little, I have one of those little, when I'm laying on the couch watching TV, I have one of those little... Uh, Foam, not foam filled, but the little things you take on airplane, the little beads or whatever is inside. Right, right, right. Yeah, that uses a pillow. Well, this company, let's see, it's epillow.net, has developed what looks like a nice little pillow 
with a holder in it for your iPad or or your tablet. It doesn't have to be an mm-hmm. iPad. Uh, runs about thirty bucks. Uh, it's the what they call the Snuggie of tablets. So you know what a Snuggie is, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. With the, which are those blanket things that you surround your whole body? They put them over your head and then you you yeah, use it as lovely. your blanket. And right? they're such fine material. Too. Oh yeah, they're crap. Um, <laughs> but it's a cool little thing. So it sits in a little place and you can put it on your lap and you can play with your tablet. It will hold up to a, any 10-inch tablet. Uh, and it's called again. It's called the let's see the E Pillow, and you can get it at www.epillow.net for thirty bucks. So uh, that, I bet that will sell pretty well actually, because you know when you put your tablet on your lap often, it kind of slides if you don't have the right backing on it, or you don't want to you know you don't want to put a stand on it because it's sitting on your well, lap. Well, but I use the you know this the folding toppy thing that folds back and makes a stand. Yes, but that's the, the and and that works well. You're talking about the smart cover, the foldy, yeah. to, the foldy, foldy toppy, toppy thing, thing. The foldy toppy <laughs> thing. that shuts it on and yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this uh, is tech radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, send your hate mail to Marsha Collier at gmail dot com. Charming. Yes, it was lovely. It was cute. So uh, yeah, so the but that doesn't always work well. It's great for closing it off and for not having to you know shut off your your iPad and, and turn it off and on but it as a stand it works pr- i have to say it works pretty well but if you're laying on the couch it slides and it moves so this is yeah, kind of yeah. an interesting little uh, toy for your tablet um now uh other tablet news you had okay i got great tablet news yeah um okay ars technica which is one of my favorite sites okay reviewed then a $99 Android tablet. Remember I told you by this Christmas it's $99 yep. Android tablets at CES. Yeah, no, not at so, CES, it's CVS. CVS, right, yes. CVS, right. <laughs> okay, they say, worst gadget ever. Nice. Quote, it really says something when some of your customers ask the Internet whether they got the right thing when they received your product mm-hmm. or whether it got switched with some with some joke Chinese knockoff that's not really supposed to work. Oh, Nice. The Maylong M150 tablet PC is an Android-based device sold by Walgreens. Uh, oh, well, then you were wrong. You said CVS, so I know. You were well, wrong. well, I had the genre right. Okay? You did. You did. Uh, the obvious purpose for this tablet's existence is to appeal to bargain basement shoppers, right? You know. Okay, goes yeah, tight on yeah, a budget. I'm looking at a picture of it. it looks like um, a regular tablet. Looks like right. It runs Android, right? Right. right. Um, which is supposedly a legit operating system, but unfortunately, the Maylong M150 is the epitome of the race to the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, Ars Technica, and anyone looking to buy one would get more bang for the buck by setting it on fire for warmth. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so you're saying they don't like it? Uh, no, no. Yeah. And if you look at the review, it's on Ars Technica. I just tweeted it also. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, it right now. It's... Uh, just vile. Not only the box, you know, it comes with Android 1.6. Android? Okay. Where are we on Android 3.2 now? Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. okay. Uh, 7-inch screen, resolution of 800 by 480, a resistive touch screen instead of a capacitive one, which is what you have on the iPad or the Galaxy right. Tab. Right. Uh, 400 megahertz or 533, depending on whom you ask, processor, and 256 megabytes of RAM and 2 gigabytes of built-in storage. Wee, two whole gigabytes. Two gigabytes. Two wow. whole gigabytes, My iPad yeah. iPad 64. Has Wi-Fi, yeah. and though it claims to be able to use 
USB-based 3G cards via the dongle that comes in the box. Did they say dongle or is that your word? They said dongle. They, they said, said dongle? dongle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. your word is catching on. <laughs> it's not my word. It's I real. think it was your word. I'm pretty sure so it was So just word. go to Ars Technica. and It's got a micro SD slot. You know, okay. it's uh, really plastic. And, uh, I mean, scroll down the page. It's hysterical. I'm looking at it. Now, is a resistive screen, does that mean on this tablet you touch a screen and it electric shocks you to take your finger off the screen? I I got nothing. I got nothing. nothing. (laughs) But the battery life is horrible. Um, They have a stand, they say, they broadcast, they say it has a standby time of two to three hours. Mind you, that's not usage time. <laughs> that's how, the lo- how long it'll last in your bag after you unplug it. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so we're, we're if you at- charge it before leaving for the airport, there's a pretty good likelihood that the M150 is going to be dead before you get on the plane. Well, this is um, so attractive to me. Yeah, and the usage time is even worse. Uh, Ars Technica used the device as best they could for as long as possible, and the battery usage gave them only an hour or less before it died. Okay? Okay. Got it. <laughs> um, and this was obviously when they were on Wi-Fi. Right. Wow. Uh, which, when they tested the Wi-Fi, they say, just because the device says Wi-Fi on it doesn't mean it's true. <laughs> yeah, really. So their roundup on this review is don't buy this. Really, if you want a tablet that badly and you're on a budget, save up enough cash to get one that actually has gotten some respect from somebody. Yeah. Consumers. It makes a lot of sense to buy something <laughs> that actually doesn't work no matter how much it costs. So uh, it's a real piece of crap. Wow. That That would be... Because I trust Ars Technica, the great site. The right. Maylong M150 at Walgreens, please don't buy one for Grandma. Because if you think she didn't want to use technology before, oh my she'll God. use this thing and forget it. Hey, you know, I would love our uh, Twitter followers or our callers or emailers or somebody to... Tell us how many of you out there are actually using tablets and how many of you have replaced your laptop, your desktop. You know, maybe not at work because maybe you can't do that, but how many of you are actually out there using tablets? Well, I have to tell you, you know, I've uh, just on my personal use, I've found that I just bought a Sony J series, which is an 11 inch mini laptop because, you know, I need to write books and stuff. Now, remember, I do use a Samsung tablet. I use an iPad, happy with both of them, but I just find I like the full keyboard. And I think, you know, I think a lot of people do that. I, I, I am, I think I mentioned in a last week's show, I'm going to be testing a, um, a keyboard, I hope, trying to find the companies that do this, uh, the, t- the keyboard that slides onto your iPhone that makes your iPhone into a keyboard. Right. So, you know, for fo- or, or for phones that don't have keyboards, because a lot of people do like the use of a keyboard. Oh, and, Good news, good news, I logged on this morning. I still call it logged on. Okay, I turned on my computer or whatever. My quantity has been allocated, and HP says my touchpads will soon be on the way. And you paid how much for it? Uh, 149 for a 32 gigabyte. Wow, cool. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of epic, and uh, HP has announced they're not abandoning webOS. They are going to use it for so Who knows? Whatever. I'm fascinated. And the whole world seems to be fascinated because, you know, you put one up on Craigslist and they sell like crazy. But um, I'm just looking forward to getting my touchpad. It says that I have boxes coming. Right. Now, you can't yeah, still replace an order, can you? No, no, no. Right. Only people who, you ready? Ordered on August 20th. 
Okay. August yeah. All right, so that means that basically they're they're going to fulfill what it would appear to be all exactly. going to be out of inventory. That's it. They actually made some more to fulfill the orders oh, because they, did. they had gotten so many in a 24-hour period. You have no idea what it was like. I must have had four windows open. Wow. Uh, and four browsers open with yeah. different email addresses on each oh browser wow. trying to get in me and hitting F5 to cool. keep refreshing the screen because when you'd click place order it wouldn't happen. Mm. So I'm very charged about that, and maybe next week I'll be able to talk about it. Woot. That will be fun. Yeah, I'd love to see. Actually, we've been talking about it for so long. It'll be interesting to see if they actually, and it sounds like they're I might even do an unboxing video, so there Ooh, you go. that would be so cool. Uh, all right, when we come back, we're going to talk about what can Siri do. I've had two weeks with Siri. Oh, it's so much fun, Siri, and yeah. I have to say, I am loving this thing. I mean, after two weeks. Yeah, I, I don't want something that talks back. This is uh, Marsha Collier hey, along with Mark wait, Cohen, and we're on WS Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. Are you a dog lover? Interested in owning your own business? Then this is for you. BarkBusters, the world's largest dog training company, is expanding. Ranked as one of the country's fastest-growing franchises by Entrepreneur Magazine, BarkBusters offers a proven system and complete training and support. The deadline is approaching, so call today. 877-500-BARK. That's 877-500-BARK. Visit BarkBusters.com for details. Be your own boss. Discover a lifestyle you'll love. Call 877-500-BARK. You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or PC. By eliminating your trip to the post office, Dymo Indicia lets you focus on finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Dymo Indicia is the leading Internet postage provider with over $5 billion of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over 100 third-party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage. Shipping internationally? With Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. When it comes to purchasing your next digital camera, there is only one name you need to remember, Canon. Since 1996, Canon has sold more than 100 million compact digital cameras. Their product line covers the gambit from simple to shoot to the camera that the pros use with eye-popping results. For those priceless family shots, Canon is the name you can trust. To check out their entire line, log on to Canon.com. That's the only name you need to know, Canon.com. Improve your business today. Learn to do professional email marketing the right way with Captain Email. This is Chris Merck, president of WS Radio. For years, I've helped our WS Radio hosts, advertisers, and sponsors with their email marketing strategies. As a former Marine captain and an email marketing expert, I've created a new free club at CaptainEmail.com. Permission-based email marketing to your current customers with proven strategies to reach new prospects has positively impacted many of the businesses I've worked with. CaptainEmail.com includes resources to start and grow your email list, the top 10 email marketing tips, plus a free 60-day trial with no credit card required. 
From brick and mortar businesses to communicating with your little league team, do email marketing the right way, professionally. How many times have you checked your email today? Log on to captainemail.com and thanks for listening to WS Radio.